everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality, the self, the deep down basic whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Who we are is not this physical body that we're in that is here for a moment and gone. Who we are is this infinite intelligence, and we forget that. The same intelligence that, is, that created this infinite universe that never ends is you. To those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every now moment, to redefine our reality to live this life to its fullest, this is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every single day. Are you living? Or are you killing time? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the show. Hope you've had a really great set of weeks. Me, I'm wrapping up one of the busiest stretches I think I've ever had, and it's making me a little more absent from the show than I want to be, so I just feel like I've been a little bit disconnected from it all, but I am back. We finally got things under control. I am rested. I am reconfigured. I am reorganized, regrouped, all that stuff. Uh, I've had a very exciting turn of events that occurred just the other day. We had something that finally was the the cherry on a whole situation that we've been working on, and I'm really excited to, to bring what it is to everybody because I've been doing it in silence. So for the last few months, I've been grinding and working on this land purchase for Live This Life, actually. We've been actually uh, planning to do this and purchase it through Live This Life LLC. So um, there are so many times in this venture, though, that it didn't almost go through, and I've been through a similar circumstance in the past where I was working on purchasing another property, and it was going to be a business on it. We were going to do a restaurant about four years ago, and it ultimately fell through, and we had so much set up for it. We had so many plans. We had so many people that were set up for it. And we were so excited, and ultimately it didn't work out. And this time around, I made sure that I kept everything that I was going through and, and working on in quiet and in silence so that I didn't have that happen again, you know, so I wouldn't announce it and have it not come to fruition. So um, now that it's finally done, I'm excited that I can bring it up. So uh, for good reason, um, because at certain points, it didn't look like it was going to go through. And it ultimately did, and very grateful for it. And it took a few months of patience, but um, you know, if I wasn't already bald, I'd probably be there, be there from this whole circumstance. But yeah, live this life now owns four and a half acres of beautiful wooded property in Western Massachusetts, and this has just been a huge focus that's been on my mind, on top of all the other things that I have going on all the time. We're really, really excited about it. We've got some really cool plans that we're going to now set in play that we have secured this property, um, which those I'll keep in silence for now. Uh, but it's definitely going to be something that expands on the show. It's going to be something that expands 
to attract some people looking to live a more fulfilling life and something that's going to tie in with that. So I'll leave it there. But um, I haven't been able to strategize on any of that because I've been so busy trying to do all the other stuff that I'm doing and trying to get this purchase finalized. It's taken so much energy uh, just trying to get the purchase to go through. But um, yeah, I'll go into further details as time goes on, but it's just been exciting I feel like 2021 has just been that year of endurance. You know, it's been pivotal in witnessing change and enduring things to have those changes come about. Um, And definitely, I've changed my approach to how I'm reacting to all those things. And I'm changing my approach as to how we deal with all those curveballs and I'm learning how to roll with not getting something that I want at the time that I want it. And that's important because I'm I'm kind of a spoiled brat. Like I've had a lot of things come to me. I've been very fortunate in my life that, you know, I've definitely worked for everything that I've had, but usually I put my mind to something and it manifests a lot faster than it has this year. And I've put my mind to things this year and it has just been a very, very slow process. The changes that I want to have, the things that I want to manifest, I want them yesterday. And then sometimes the changes that do happen from yesterday are things that I don't want to have happen at all. I had an episode earlier this year where I talked a lot about that. I had an episode, uh, I think it was number 75. It was about embracing the discomfort of change and that you have to let things fall away to make room for other things to show up in our lives. You have to picture life as like this infinite buffet table of abundance. Literally, you can work toward anything in your life that your heart desires. And if you put in enough work and enough energy and enough attention, and if you're aligned with that goal, then it's more likely than not that that goal is going to come to you no matter what it is. But for that ultimate goal that that is sitting on that buffet table waiting for you to come up and scoop it up and plop it on your plate and get a huge helping of that dream come true. You've got to clear your plate. You have to let go of certain things so that certain other things have the room to show up. They can't, you can't just fit everything you want on that plate. You have to clear some of those things as much as me, we may want to hold on to some of that stuff. And as much as we enjoyed it, you know, we have to ultimately let those things go. And, you know, change is really one of the only guarantees that we have in this life. And it's guaranteed that you have to ultimately let some of those things go for things to shift in different ways in your life. And I've historically been a very nostalgic person. I'm someone who holds on to the great things in my life. I very much appreciate some of the things of the past. And I've always really treasured the really good times. I've had very limited amounts of really fun and good times. I've worked a lot over the last couple of years. My career was a huge focus. So those good times, I hold on to them very, very dearly. And I don't want to let them go. Or sometimes I find myself trying to recreate something from the past, um, maybe more than I probably should. And that brings me to the subject of today's episode. So this past weekend, uh, we had a big trip down memory lane and definitely got me all nostalgic. You know, I'm a sentimental sap, I'll admit it. I, I treasure the good times and experiences in my life so much. And, you know, I have a very unique memory on top of that. I've been sort of like blessed, cursed 
with uh, memories that play back literally in high def for me a lot. It's called idiotic memory. I had that from the time I was a kid, not something that I talk about a lot. Um, I had a pretty nasty head injury when I was little. I developed a speech issue around it around the same time. I don't know if it was uh, it was a result of it or not. But the woman I worked with was a specialist on both speech and cognitive function and everything. And I remember her saying stuff to me and my parents. They tested a lot of my memory abilities and cognitive processes and all that stuff. And, you know, I just remember them saying it was different. I remember them talking about the type of memory that I had. It was like a partially photographic memory. It was kind of a fancy way to call it a photographic memory. But basically, I play things back in high def, which you can imagine is sometimes good and sometimes really bad. Like when you have PTSD things happen, like I did in my previous career, I play my memories back and it makes me very nostalgic toward them. You know, I can sort of replay certain things in my life and... Uh, you know, like I said, that can be good and bad. It has its positives and negatives. But it just makes me wish to have some of those good times again because I can play them back so vividly. And I'm sure it does with, with everybody, regardless of what kind of memory you have or whatever. You remember being in certain places at certain times and you get nostalgic over those things. And this weekend, I had a bit of that rewind. I had a bit of that uh, experience where... I had a mixed glimpse of the appreciation of the now, but also had a lot of sort of longing for the past, the place that I was at. And, you know, you really do have to embrace the discomfort of change to make room for what comes next. And that was the theme of episode 75, where I was talking about that. Um, so to get to the point, this past weekend, me and my beautiful wife, we took a trip to Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. Um, and really, it's the second time that we've gotten away this year. So, you know, here we are in November of 2021. It's only the second time we've gone really anywhere for any significant trip. Um, and I'm not going to boohoo about that because I've done it so much on the show this year and I'm over it. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not over it. I'm obviously not because I'm talking about it. But yeah, we ended up getting away for this weekend. And we went um, to this place where we separately went as teenagers a lot. I was up there partying all the time when I was like 15 through 20. And I mean, this place, if you're not familiar with it, is like the Jersey Shore of New England. Um, it's definitely not my cup of tea really anymore at this point in my life. But we were there to see my guys in my favorite band, Raw, and uh, they're back out on tour for an amazing show, had a blast. And it's like the seventh time I've seen them over the course of the last 20 years. Um, but what was crazy about it all was I'm looking at this place, this experience, and all of it felt like something was kind of missing and I couldn't figure out what it was. You know, there there wasn't that charge that I usually had when I was in that place at times past. You know, it was always such a big party atmosphere. Um, you know, probably a big part of it was it was November. You know, we weren't exactly packing up with coolers and going out to the beach and sitting in the sun and getting a tan and stuff. Um, so that, that was an obvious thing. But seeing the band, you know, I've seen these guys for the last 20 years of my life. And even that was different this time around. And as I pondered it all, what was it that was different? You know, and I had this realization that everything was different. And for the first time, I was happy about that. And I'll dive into why in just a moment. Just a reminder for all of you listening out there, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. And please leave us a rating or comment on an episode or the show in general. 
anything our listeners can do to get us to stand out in the sea of 1.7 million podcasts out there in the universe will help us reach the consciousness of that many more people. And any reviews I happen to see, I will be more than happy to read them on the air. There's also a link in the show notes for anyone who wants to throw any monetary support that you're inspired to give. Anything that the show receives is turned right back around into expanding Live This Life. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show or have topics you'd like to hear about, you can reach us at connect at livethislife.org. That's C-O-N-N-E-C-T at livethislife.org. If you haven't tried some of Organifi's products, you are absolutely missing out on some of the highest quality supplements on the planet. I'm someone who doesn't allow anything into my body that I'm not 100% sure of its purity, and this company goes above and beyond to certify the quality of their products many times over. My day starts and ends with Organifi, and I've literally never felt more amazing. In the morning, I use the Organifi green juice in combination with the complete chocolate protein powder after my demanding tough morning workout. I mix it in with some vanilla almond milk, maybe some kale or some banana, and the energy that flows from that is something I've never felt before. And at the end of a long day, I settle down with some of the gold chocolate with a little almond milk and some coconut oil for a hot drink that helps my beat up body and mind recover and get the rest that it needs to keep up with my demanding schedule. I literally do not know what I would do without this company. Go check out their amazing product line at OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you want to check out, use the coupon code LiveThisLife to save 15% off of your purchase. Everything was different about this trip. So many things. Um, Like I mentioned, first off, it was November and being at the beach in November, kind of weird. But secondly, I'm not 20 anymore. You know how much I want to pretend that I am and I try to act that I am maybe a little more than I should. None of us are that younger age that we wish we were. Um, you know, we were at this show and if you don't know who Ra is, uh, first off, where have you been? Because I talk about him all the time. But one of the most amazing underrated rock bands of the last 20 years at every show I've ever been to. You know, everybody was jumping around, moshing, you know, crazy energy, lots of fans. But times are changing, you know, we're getting a little bit older, a little bit slower, a little bit wider, you know, a little grayer. And I just kind of smiled at all of that, you know, instead of being like, man, guys, you know, come on, let's get up, get, you know, get the energy going. Um, It was, you know, the energies maybe left behind 10 or 15 years ago for some of us. And that's just one of the things that was definitely different about this time. And, you know, I I made immediate peace with that. Like, obviously, we're all getting a bit older and things are just going to change naturally with that. Um, But the other big thing that was my friend Ben, uh, lead guitarist of Raw, he was not there this time. And his energy is just infectious. And that was definitely missing, you know. He's, uh, he's got other things going on in life. Definitely, he's, I know why he wasn't there and, and just totally understand it all. Um, the amazing things he's got going on and working on. Uh, he's been a guest on the show a few times. He's an amazing sound healer. He is like uh, my Obi-Wan Kenobi of consciousness. You know, he's really set me on the path of a lot of the things that I've learned about in the last like five or six years. And um, that's definitely something I totally appreciate and wouldn't trade for anything in the world is to have that influence in my life. Um, But it's all said and done. It it couldn't have gone any other way. You know, him not being there, 
allowed us to get together with him. And they only live about an hour away north in the opposite direction from where we live. But him and his amazing partner, Janine, uh, we were able to meet up with them and spend a few hours with them. I haven't seen them since like June of this year. And that wouldn't have happened if he was touring that night. So that was another part of the night that was definitely different, but I completely appreciated it in a completely different way. And I did a live video the other day um, from the beach, and I said that I wouldn't have traded anything. You know, I wouldn't have traded to see him on stage for this new phase of life that we're both moving into. It's natural that things have to shift. And I've had some of the best conversations with him and developed a friendship in return and stuff. So this is just some of the alchemy in change that's happening in our lives, that happens in all of our lives. And although I'll miss certain parts of life's past, I'll miss seeing him on stage. Hopefully someday I can still see him again. Uh, at least want that opportunity to know that like this is the last time, you know. But, um, you know, whatever happens, happens. I've had plenty of other times. I'm fortunate enough that I've seen that show so many other times. Um, and I know that things coming up in the future are going to have their own memorable perks. You know, part of the alchemy of that whole night as well, Ben not being there, was another person's dreams came true that night. The lead singer of one of the opening acts, Kilikoi, um, the lead singer, Jordan Maccioni, he he stood in for Ben on the tour uh, the whole the whole time. So he did his own opening act, and then when Ra came on, he played lead guitar. And he said during his set how he was going to be playing later and how this was making his dreams come true. So there's a few things right there that would not have happened if certain things didn't work out in another way. If the buffet plate of life didn't get cleared in these specific ways, then this other amazing thing that we were able to get a taste of, of this buffet would not have been there. You know, these shifts and changes were necessary for some of these other great things to come true and manifest into all of our lives. And, you know, the night of, I was trying to figure out what it was that was different. And, you know, the next morning I wake up, I got up early. Uh, we were right on the ocean side uh, of the beach, which was awesome. I'd never stayed somewhere where I could watch the sunrise from my bed. It was pretty amazing. But I uh, went and grabbed a coffee, went out in the in the the waves, walked out on the beach with my coffee, shaking the cobwebs from the night before. And as I'm there, I'm just there with my coffee and my thoughts and just processing it all. And at first I was thinking about like, wow, you know, it wasn't that rowdy of a crowd. You know, the, the cars aren't flying all over the place like they usually are in the years if I've been up here in the past. Um, and it definitely wasn't like the last time I saw them in 2014. You know, my brother and my sister were there with us on that one and their spouses were there. It was just like one of those epic nights with amazing story behind the whole thing. And, you know, nothing will ever recreate that night. And, you know, then my thoughts traveled to Ben not being there and what was missing. But then I switched all of that because it's easy to go down that road of focusing on all those things that are missing. And then that was just going to ruin the experience of what it was. And I immediately caught myself and shifted my thoughts toward, well, what was it that was unique and awesome about all of the experience that did happen? And... I had the appreciation for all of those things. You know, when I met with with Jordan after the show and talked to him about how he killed it and stood in for Ben and did an awesome job, you know, I, he was so excited to hear that from somebody who watched the show. And we had actually met him before the show um, and uh, we, we'd gone to the venue ahead of time and met with the guys and stuff like that. And Ben was talking to Jordan about uh, giving him 
tips on how to play a certain solo. And we could tell how good Jordan wanted to crush his standing role. And uh, it was pretty cool. You know, it just turned into something that could have been a minus into a plus. And we were there to witness the whole thing and and sort of give this guy props on those things. But um, yeah, being up there just brought up all these memories about partying and all the nights that I can't remember. You know, you, you, wanna, you don't want to forget, but you also can't remember at the same time. And it, but to tell you the truth, I didn't miss that. You know, I, I treasure how good I feel on a day-to-day basis. And my health is my number one priority. I've had enough hiccups in the past that I, I'm very careful about every single drop of everything I put into my body. I mean, even for the night, I had bottled water in glass bottles from home because I'm a water snob on top of everything else. I'm the biggest princess when it comes to my diet. So going up there and sucking down a bunch of alcohol, um, just wasn't my thing. I actually bought a drink at the bar and took like three sips of it, wasted a $10 drink because I'm just like, oh, I'm not, this isn't me. I'm not about it anymore. So to like recreate those nights by getting trashed, it just, it's a different version of me. It's a different person. And that's great. That's not another thing to appreciate, you know. You see, going into this situation, trying to recreate the past or the next day being super nostalgic for it not being like, you know, the the good old times, taking away from the moment of what it was, the great time I did have, the unique part of those experiences, being able to meet those guys behind the the venue ahead of time and and talking to people afterwards and hanging out with Ben and, and you know having a great time at the beach actually getting away and going on vacation something I haven't been able to do it was easy to overlook all the great experiences for what was maybe lacking which was something that you're not able to recreate you can't recreate the past as much as you might be nostalgic for it you know, yes, it was different. Yes, there were wilder nights. There were more prominent memories. But the standpoint of measuring things up to each other was just not fair to the experiences that we were living in at that time. And I feel like we do that all too often in similar circumstances in our lives, whether it's after our kids have maybe have grown up and we're trying to recreate their childhood or or even doing things in their childhood, trying to recreate our own, we do things in in relationships too sometimes that we did in an old relationship to try and, you know, bring that to this one. And it's not fair to either relationship. It's not fair to the old or new experiences when you have those expectations. We have to let those memories stand for what they are in the past and make the new ones and appreciate what they are by being completely present in the moment. And the best way we can do that is the same thing I preach over and over. And that's to be in the moment of now and appreciate it all for what it is. Be present, you know, breathe it in, record that memory in that high def or best version of that high def memory that you have. The only way to get that is to be fully in that moment. But you're not going to have a good view of the ride that you're on if you're constantly looking in the rearview mirror. You know, it reminds me of a speech that I heard from one of the most inspirational speakers that just uplifts me. You know, it's one of the most uplifting in souls himself. And I don't know another person that's more inspiring and, and cheerful than Steve Harvey. And someone who I really aspire to meet one day. Um, he just drops some knowledge bombs all the time. And 
he just knows the right things to say at just the right time, or at least I come across those videos at just the right moment when I need to hear them. And I'm going to share this one real quick. This one is a clip of him talking about the difference between the windshield and the rearview mirror of your life. To move on, I use this analogy all the time. I'm going to add a little bit to it. Bishop Jakes told me you cannot drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. I was talking to a young singer yesterday who I ran up into. And man, let me tell you something. This this analogy, oh, I told him we had about 20-minute conversation. See, you know what your rearview mirror is actually for in your car? I was just tripping on this one day. Actually, your rearview mirror is designed, and this is what I use it for. After I pass a car and I want to merge into that lane or I want to make another move, I look up in the rearview mirror, and all I use it for, it shows me that I've gotten past it and I got enough room now clear to make my next move. That's what I use my rearview mirror for. I use my rearview mirror to just glance up every now and then to see what's coming up on me. That's all I use it for. The rearview mirror, when you're passing through something, listen to me real close. Your rearview mirror on your car is after you're passing something or you're passing by something, you can look up in the rearview mirror and it lets you know you passed it. You're beyond it. It's clear now. It's in the past. You no longer have to deal with it as the car that was in front of you blocking your way. You have passed it. You look up in the mirror. You've cleared it. Now, if you want to switch lanes, you could slide on over. You got room. But that rearview mirror also lets you see if anything is coming up on you. And you just need to glance because if you moving forward, ain't a whole lot can come up on you. you just glancing every now and then. And it reminds you that you got through something and you got beyond something. That's what the rearview mirror for. Now let's talk about that windshield. Why is that windshield so big? So you can see where you're going. It's way more important where you're going than where you've been. Don't you see that? That's why the rearview mirror is so small, because it is nowhere near as important as it is as to where you're going. Where you've been just allows you to take a glance so you can make sure you cleared it, so you can see if there's room enough for you to make your next move, so you can know that you've gone through it and go ahead on about your business. But that windshield, that windshield is for vision. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. That windshield is for somebody going somewhere. That windshield is for somebody up there trying to make another move. I'm going to go right, I'm going to left, I'm going to get off on this exit, I'm going to take this detour, I'm going to handle this sign, there's a new route. There's only so many miles left to go. That's what the windshield got. Let me tell you something, man. When you see a mile sign, you're driving on the freeway, you're on the interstate, and you let's say you're driving to a particular city, and you see a sign that says that city is 38, uh, 138 miles away. That lets you know where you're going and you're on the right path. Now, if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you'll never know how close you are. You'll never know. Because you're driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror, you all on the shoulder, you hear them rocks up under your car, you done scared yourself to death. Because you know why? Because you keep looking in the rearview mirror. Get out the rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. You can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. You can't. If you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to keep crashing your car. 
Because all the rearview mirror does is allows you to see what you've passed and to prevent what you've passed from coming up on you again. That's all the rearview mirror is for. The windshield is your future. It's where you're going. It's where you're headed. And when we are looking backward, when we're not looking at that big vision of what's there in front of us right now, we will miss those things. And that is where our attention needs to be to make sure that we see our destination and where we're heading. Otherwise, we're going to crash. You know, my lesson on this one is that all the things that were there in front of me on this awesome weekend, that's where I'm heading. That's where other people are heading. They're making awesome, great shifts in their lives. Doesn't take away from where they were and where they've been, but we're not going to get to where we're going and where our next stage of life should bring us, where we want it to bring us, where we want to be in that place of our dreams. We're not going to get there by looking in the rearview mirror. We have to look at that road in front of us so we don't miss that destination. And the road that lies in front of us, hopefully, is somewhere beautiful. You know, that's, that's what life is all about. And no matter what, even if the good old days have gone by, the road in front of us maybe doesn't have as beautiful of a view, but it's still something worth seeing. Every moment of life is still something worth seeing. You just need to make sure that you choose the right road to drive on. And really, that's a choice only you can make. That's it, people. This one's going to be sort of a short and quick episode. That's just a whole lot about how I've been feeling this past week. Uh, we had that great show last weekend, and I've had a busy week in between, and I haven't really even been able to unpack everything up until I've reached the following weekend. I haven't really even been able to look at some of the videos and the, the pictures and everything. It's, it's just a great standpoint to be at when you could have walked away from an experience like this, and I'm sure you could look back at certain ones that you've had, or maybe you'll come across one after you hear this episode and you'll remember what it is I'm talking about in this one. And have that standpoint where you're looking at the situation, appreciating all of it for what it was, rather than being nostalgic for what it wasn't. So I'll leave it at that. Just hope you focus on the road in front of you. And that's going to lead me into the song that I want to play for you today. This one is called Narrow Road by Eula. Focus on that view of life that's in front of you. No matter where it is that you're heading, manifest where you want to go by paying attention to the signs of where your destination might be in front of you but you're not gonna get there by looking in that rear view. We'll see you next time.